Welcome to iPad Pros, the show all about using your iPad to be productive and get work done. I'm Tim Chen, host of the show. What I'm working on right now is adding a feature like you know it in Split View to have a drag handle between those um, windows to change the size of each window. Welcome back to another episode of iPad Pros. On this episode, we are joined by Yannick, the developer behind the fantastic Shift Screen app for iOS which is an app designed for the external display. And now that we have trackpad support, this app really shines and would encourage anyone that is interested in using the external display with their iPad to download Shift Screen right now. As a reminder, if you want to support this podcast, head over to patreon.com slash iPadPros. Another way to support the podcast is by heading over to Apple Podcasts and just by leaving a review. Every review is greatly helpful and really helps others discover the show. Well, without further delay, here is my interview with Yannick, all about Shift Screen. Enjoy. Welcome to the podcast, Yannick. Thank you, Tim. I'm happy to be here. So you're the developer of Shift Screen, and I'd love if you could just first introduce yourself and what Shift Screen is. I'm Yannick. I'm 19 years old and from Germany and currently studying law in Heidelberg. Shift Screen is the app I've um, released about two months ago on the iOS App Store for iPad and iPhone. And Shift Screen, in one sentence, um, gives you a second screen for your iPad or lets you control your external monitor with your iPhone. So in practice, it looks like the following. You have your Shift Screen app opened on your iPad or iPhone, and then you can open Windows. Um, you can open up to six windows and it's like um, split view on the iPad itself. What you do with the app is you open windows um, and in those windows, websites, documents and web apps can be displayed. How do you personally use the iPad? As a law student, I, I first got the iPad about one and a half years ago um, when I started studying. Um, it's actually the 12.9 inch 2018 model and since then I've used it for all uh, my note taking with the Apple Pencil and with the um, smart keyboard I do most of my daily tasks. Um, so for studying I write documents, um, I answer emails, I write emails, I sometimes do a little, of pro a little programming um, if I'm on the go. It has become my main device you could say. Okay. And what kind of programming do you do on the iPad? I have my um, Git repository on GitHub, and then I can um, simply take all the code. I have, for example, when programming Xcode um, and update little things if I'm um, on the train or in the car. Um, so I do all the stuff I have to program, like Swift Xcode stuff for um, the app or simple HTML, JavaScript, um, stuff like that. Okay. And... Shift screen, where did this idea come from? It really originated from using the iPad. I first got the idea when using the app Termius. Um, are you familiar with it? I've heard of it. I don't have extensive experience with it, though. Well, it's a, a server client app in which you can um, have your cloud servers and stuff like that for quick access and then have a terminal um, to type in commands and um, manage your servers. So I use this app um, to control different web servers and websites and always switched between Termius and Textastic to write HTML code. But every time I had to switch back to Termius, the app closed because on iOS you can't have apps 
running in the background, which really annoyed me because it removed all of the productivity. So I went to the web um, and looked up run terminus in the background and found an ingenious solution a user um, suggested on their support forum saying you should go out there and add location tracking to the app like with Google Maps and therefore the app could run in the background like a navigation app could do. So I went back to the settings, saw that uh, Termius in fact wanted location tracking access. I granted it and at that point was able to work productive with the app um, without it disconnecting me from the servers. So that uh, initially gave me the thought of what you could do with the iPad and how you could hack around with limitations the iPad gives. My dream from that point was to have an app run in the background which would control an external monitor. And um, I think from, from that point, the idea um, for ShitScreen originated. Okay. And how do you personally use the app now that's out there in the world? The main reason I wanted um, external display support for my iPad was because I have to work on assignments uh, when studying. And for those assignments, I have to write a text. Uh, I usually do this in Word and on the same time have to view at least two or three websites or documents. Now with iPadOS, the iPad of course has multi-window support so you can switch between the windows but you're not able to really write a, a document and have three windows opened at the same time and connecting your iPad to the monitor does not change anything because the monitor will only reflect what the iPad shows. So now with shift screen, I was able to write assignments by having up to four windows opened on the monitor, generally court rulings. Shift screen then opened on the left side of my iPad and on the right side, I would have open Word and write the text without having to switch between windows so I can read and write at the same time. Yeah, it really expands the amount of just screen space you have access to by using this app. Yes. Totally. So for those unfamiliar with the external display APIs and what Apple allows you to do as a developer, can you kind of outline what you have capacity to do as a developer currently? Generally, when you have your um, app and, and start a new project and programming a new app, you have a main window and this main window represents your iPads or iPhones display. So you can do whatever all the apps on the App Store do. Now, when an external display is connected to your iPad, you have access to a second window. And in this window, you can do the same thing you could do on your normal first window. So you can um, say, I want to have text saying hi on the monitor, or you could say, I want to have a video playing on the monitor while the iPad um, shows different stuff. So you can do whatever you want. Okay. And how have you seen your customers using the app now that's out in the world? I've seen many people using it like I do for studying purposes. But the most interesting and creative thing I've seen was when I released version 1.0 of my app, I accidentally forgot to disable the split view access of the app. So I originally thought that the app could not be used in split view because I tested it once and by accident placed the app on the right side in split view. Um, you have to know that um, when opening multiple um, apps in split view on the iPad, only the left app can um, access the external display, which makes sense um, because there would be two apps fighting over the external screen space. I accidentally only tried the app on the right side and came to the conclusion 
that I could not use the app in split view. But luckily, one user pointed out that um, it's possible. And from that point on, I completely changed the code and optimized the app for split view usage. So I think this was the most creative use case I've seen of people just placing their app um, in split view and playing around with it. So the main use case really has been using the app in split view. I've seen many different setups of people just placing Google Mail, Outlook or stuff like that on the external display, then scaling down the app to one fourth of the screen and then having the rest of the screen free for Safari or other stuff while um, still being able to place our third app in slide over over the shift screen app on the left side. Essentially, you won't lose any screen space and have a second monitor. Right, which is really valuable being able to do that. So how are web apps treated differently from websites in shift screen? Is there any behavioral difference? Generally, a huge problem I faced at the beginning was people saying that they want apps on the monitor. It's quite clear that it's not possible for me to display other apps on the monitor because I would need to have those apps run inside of my own app so I could um, display them on the monitor. Therefore, I decided to include those apps, which also come with web apps. The thing now is that there are some web apps that only run on desktop devices. So for example, using Google Documents will only work if you have desktop mode enabled. So if you, for example, want to have this app run on your iPhone, you should not be able to press the switch to mobile mode button because then you would be redirected to the um, download app page. So the first thing I do with web apps is check if they only work on desktop or mobile and then force them there's such a limitation to either mode then of course um, there are different issues you could run into when using web apps so another example for google documents is that if you open google documents on your ipad in the web browser there will be a big pop-up saying download um, the google documents app so i go in there and for every web app, inspect what things are on the screen that the um, user does not like, um, what things I should remove, and then run JavaScript on each of the web apps and remove those website elements, like those banners saying download the app now on the App Store. There is quite some optimization I have to do to give the user the experience he wants when using those web apps. So if I would not do this optimization, you wouldn't even be able to use Google Documents on the external display. Okay. And something we got this year with iPadOS was Desktop Class Safari. As a third-party developer, are you able to integrate those features into your web browser or how much of that carries over? Safari and all... Other apps have access to the so-called uh, WebKit web view. So this is the basic blank canvas, you could say. Safari then is the completed painting. So all the developers get this blank canvas and then can um, recreate Safari, but they have to do the configuration of the web app themselves. So for example, some um, difficulties I ran into because I thought those uh, configurations would be there by default are in version 1.0, you weren't able to um, open HTTP sites or the target blank hyperlinks, the hyperlinks that open a new tab also did not work. So you have to do quite some configuration, but if you have completed this configuration, you have exactly the same browser experience 
as you would have with Safari. Now, browsing with the Shift Screen app essentially is the same like browsing with Safari. It's based on the on the same technology. Okay. And within your app, how is window management handled? By default, the maxim, maximum uh, windows count is limited to four, but um, going into the settings, you can increase it to six windows. So by default, the iPad gets the um, screen size of the monitor and then each window uh, has the equal uh, size. So if you have one window, it fills the whole screen. If you have two windows, those always uh, fill 50% of the screen and so on. What I'm working on right now is adding a feature like you know it in split view to have a drag handle between those um, windows to change the size of each window. This is something that's missing at the moment so at the moment the windows automatically resize to equal sizes very cool yeah that'll be nice when that that arrives as well yes and those windows then can be switched like you would uh, in split view so on the top you have uh, also a drag handle and you can grab that and change the windows positions or drag the handle down and close the window have you considered for future versions having windows say you want these just really small apps and having a vertical sliver kind of split horizontally into? So having, for example, four windows opened on the monitor, uh, each fitting in one corner. Right. Yes, I've also thought about that, um, and I'm planning adding a feature like that. I've also received a request of a user who said he's using his monitor uh, in a portrait mode. He would like to have websites opened in a vertical alignment. So for windows from top to bottom and not left to right. This is something I'm working on the same like with uh, resizing the windows to have more free control on how you place those windows like you would on a Windows PC or the Mac. Excellent, yeah. And something that we got fairly recently was trackpad support in iPadOS. How does this change how people are using your app and what can be done within your app? Now with the new um, trackpad support, um, what developers finally can do, and I don't know why Apple did not add this with the assistive touch mouse support, but now um, you can actually get the position of a cursor. So you can do whatever you want with this information. So what I did is I take the information where the cursor is and send it over to the monitor. So now you can use your mouse, hover over windows on your iPad and have the cursor on the exact same position on the monitor. So instead of looking on your iPad, you now can take the cursor and just look on the monitor and have a browsing experience um, like you would have on a normal desktop machine. So that's the newly introduced feature. And what I have also added is the ability to switch cursor appearance. So by default, I have set the cursor experience to the normal desktop cursor that you have on the Mac. And uh, you can also switch back to the normal iPad OS circle cursor. Yes, that's what um, the app currently has to offer trackpad-wise. For me, it has really changed the way you can use shift screen because you now can plug in your iPad to your monitor and use your cursor on a second screen. Yeah, it's super handy and it, it basically turns your iPad into a full-blown computer with extra monitor in that way. So something I'm curious about is are hover states recognized in shift screen with the cursor now? Yes, they are recognized. So at the beginning, I had some problems with the 
web view because the web view automatically overrides the pointer and you maybe have noticed this so if you go into a website and hover with your cursor over text the cursor does not change to a specific text cursor because at the moment i had to remove all of this specific ios interaction the cursor has with for example text on the website with my own interaction so my interaction is called um, gets the position instead of the web view interaction being called what still is there is that hovering over hyperlinks or having web apps that simply track your cursor um, position work perfectly fine so it's only the ios part which um, changes the cursor to the rectangle instead of the circle which is affected by tracking the cursor position and not the actual website hover effects okay that's great to know. And what other things should people keep in mind when using the trackpad or mouse? Any tips or tricks for making the most out of this? The one thing I would recommend to everyone is using a trackpad instead of using a magic mouse. And that's unrelated to shift screen. This has to do with the iPad and iPad OS itself. It's much easier and gives the user a way better experience. So um, the trackpad supports all gestures, so you can do the three finger swipe to switch between apps. In my app and shift screen, you can also um, do the two finger swipe on websites. So you can go back and forward, I think two, between individual websites. And this is something you can't do with the Magic Mouse. So I would always recommend um, to buy the Magic Trackpad. Of course, it's more expensive, but it's totally worth it, I think. Also, another thing I want to add is now with the uh, trackpad and mouse support, you can uh, use your cursor and drag it onto the right screen and then um, continue dragging. And then the app you have in the slide over multitasking will appear. This unfortunately overrides tracking the cursor so, uh, position. So if you move the cursor out on the right border with an app hidden um, on the right side of your screen, you won't be able to move the cursor on the external monitor from the left to the right edge. Um, so um, this can be fixed by not having an app um, opened on the right side hidden in um, slide over. Then you can use your monitor with the cursor from the left edge to the right edge and the cursor does not disappear. Yeah, so basically when you're actively using the monitor, you want to have that more visible. And when it's more in reference mode where you're just kind of glancing up and referencing information, you can pull pull up the slide over app. Yep. Exactly, yes. And any other features we didn't cover yet that you'd like to touch on? I know there's some other little uh, goodies in there. We mainly focused, and um, that's obviously due to your podcast, um, on the iPad, but it actually um, is quite handy to have the app on the iPhone. What I like to do is take my iPhone, plug it into an um, HDMI adapter and just open the four documents I would open on my iPad and have them full screen on my monitor and then I con can control them with the trackpad I've integrated into the iPhone app. You can use the iPhone as a trackpad, have a pointer cursor on the monitor, click on stuff and still have your iPad or whatever you're working with without having the need um, of connecting this device. So I think this can come in handy uh, when doing presentations or maximizing the screen space you want to have. Yeah, and you could even pair Bluetooth keyboard with your iPhone. So if you're doing a lot of text input, you could use it as a trackpad and then, yeah. Unfortunately, you can't pair mice uh, and trackpads with the iPhone. That's this would be great. It would be great marketing for them right. saying, use your iPhone as your only computer. <laughs> yeah. 
But uh, keyboards, that, that definitely does work for uh, if you're doing some typing. Yes, that's a great idea. Are there any features you're still hoping to bring over to Shift Screen? You mentioned some of the window management stuff. Yes, so obviously changing the window size, the window position, um, having the ability to do whatever you like with those windows. Then um, our request I've gotten um, quite often uh, during the last days was adding um, share sheet actions. So uh, you can simply open um, a website in Safari and then decide I want this on my monitor and then um, select shift screen in the share sheet or have Safari opened on the right side, shift screen on the left side and then drag and drop URLs or documents onto shift screen and have it tracked on the monitor if you want. Um, so this is something I would like to add. Then obviously something I've gotten a lot of requests about too is adding the search bar to the desktop itself. So you can simply put the iPad aside and have a matchy keyboard paired with, with, with it and the trackpad or mouse and search um, with a search bar visible on the on the monitor without having to click on the search bar on the iPad. Also, our idea I had was um, adding picture-in-picture picture or video playback to the monitor. So you could say, I want to view a video from my camera roll or from YouTube and place it in a corner on the external display. Um, Siri shortcuts, but um, that's not the highest priority for me because I think it's quite niche and I think share sheet actions um, will be applicable for many more users. I'd like to add a text editor so you could um, do markup text editing and for example have the markup text editor visible on your iPad and then the, how you call it, the marked up text um, on the external display yeah or just normal um, pdf document editor also an idea would be to have a um, drawing mode so um, this would be especially um, handy for presentations um, at the moment there is a um, laser pointer so you can use this for presentations you can also open the normal um, powerpoint documents in the app but they won't um, be displayed at the moment as presentations but as as a pdf would be displayed so you can scroll through the individual pages yes i i would like to um to increase the presentation um, capabilities of that yeah for documents is it basically supporting everything quick look does within the files app anything that you can preview in files should it work in shift screen or what's the support like there everything you can preview in safari safari i think they are the same mm -hmm. but but i think um the, the files app supports more files but generally everything safari supports so pdf obviously powerpoint then um, tables excel and i think text documents also having a special um, file reader would be ideal so i'm looking into adding this um, so you can just say i want to place photos or stuff like that uh, on the monitor okay excellent well where can people find more information about shift screen i would recommend going to shiftscreen.app from there you can go over to social media or write me an email the best um, social media channel would be twitter i think simply type uh, search for shift screen and then um, the account should pop up and i'm always happy to answer any questions or support requests that are there Fantastic. Well, thank you so much, Yannick, for your time today. It's been wonderful learning more about this great app. Thank you for having me. Well, that was my interview with Yannick all about Shift Screen. Go out and download Shift Screen right now. It is a fantastic app. 
and one that really does help you make use of those external monitors. As a reminder, you can support the podcast over at patreon.com slash iPadPros. If you want to send me feedback directly, you can do that by emailing me, iPadProsPodcast at gmail.com. Well, with that, thank you for your time and attention today, tuning in, and I'll talk to everyone again real soon. Thanks for listening.